0: I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take.
1: Welcome back, folks, to another amazing interview, part of the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast, the only podcast out there that not only analyzes draft prospects, but also speaks to them about their background, their time playing in college, and their future expectations and goals for playing in the NFL. Our show is hosted by Joe DeLeon, me, Ryan Roberts, who is conducting today's interview, and Alex Skillstrap. and we are part of the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please leave a five-star review and hit that subscribe button. Today, you're going to get to hear a fantastic conversation with a guy who's considered to be the top cornerback in this year's class, Patrick Sertain, the of Alabama. Before we get to that, though, I just want to talk to you very briefly about Bet Online. Football might be over, folks, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. The only place that you should be betting for these sports is BetOnline.ag. I know that I'm the type of guy where it's fun to have a little bit, little, little bit of skin in the game when you're watching a game. I'm not saying put $100 down, but you put $5 down, earning you earn yourself a little bit of extra beer money when you're hanging out with your friends. It makes things a lot more fun. BetOnline even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline has hundreds of props with real-time odds and almost anything that you can imagine. And, of course, their 24-hour online casino. Head to the their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% Welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And also, guys, I want to tell you about eBay, who is one of our newest sponsors. Whether it's rare, dead stock, or the latest release, find the exact shoe that you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop your favorite pair that you have been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozen, dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 or more, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Now let's get to that interview with Patrick Sertaine. Now joining the show here, believe
2: in NFL Draft Prospect Podcast. Got Mr. Patrick Sertan Jr., defensive back out of the University of Alabama, 2021 NFL Draft prospect, potential top 10 pick in this year's draft. Pat, appreciate you, man, taking some time. I know it's busy times right now, training for the Pro Day and getting ready for this process, but appreciate you taking some time.
3: No problem, man. Thanks for having me on the show.
2: Absolutely, man. So I, I want to start you, Pat, if we can. Coming out of high school. Obviously you were five star coming out of American Heritage. I know that you also you had the opportunity to actually play for your father at American Heritage. So just briefly, I know Alabama kind of sells itself, but what about Alabama specifically for you when you were coming out? What what made them the best destination for you?
3: I just felt like Alabama was the best off for me just to get the best developed and you know, just to be the person I am today, you know, just all on the field and off the field. You know, I learned a lot you know, from coach Saban and the coaching staff, you know, I'm just very grateful for the opportunity, you know, they gave me and, you know, I'm going to take it on with me in the next level, you know?
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and how much, that's a great point. Cause I know coach Saban is one of the best defensive back coaches probably ever. How much for you, was that like a big selling point? Knowing that not only does he have the reputation of being a great head coach, but then also positionally, he really knows the game that you're playing.
3: Yeah. You know, coach Saban, his experiences. Top level, probably nobody has the experience that he has. So just to learn from him, you know, learn some of the things he learned even before the time he was coaching. You know, it was a blessing. But also, I I felt like I got him better as a player, learning from him. You know, I've been able to carry that on the field as well. Yeah,
2: and I know the the tradition that Alabama has at defensive back over the last few years, talking about guys like Mika Fitzpatrick and Marlon Humphrey and yourself now. What does it feel like, and what is it? mean to you to continue that great pipeline and that great 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 tradition that you guys have going over at that position?
3: Uh, it means a lot you know Minkley and A. Jackson all them boys Marlon Humphrey you know all them boys they set the trend at Alabama so um just to be able to you know keep the tradition going you know it means a lot especially in the high prestigious program like Alabama you know it's just like a factor it keeps going on you know high draft picks everywhere so um you know, I just look look forward to keeping the, tra- the tradition alive. You know.
2: Yeah, yeah, and, and kind of lo- looking forward to the next, um, the next wave pack. Can you give a couple guys that maybe haven't played a ton yet at Alabama that might be the next in line of the best defensive backs to come through there?
3: Um, I, I can name a plenty amount of guys. Um, you know, Demarco Helms, he's one that uh, y- y'all should keep an eye on. Um, of course, Malachi Moore, all them young freshman dudes that's out there playing, you know, they probably got a little bit more ways to go, but, you know, you know, they're going to be on the radar coming up. Um, uh, yeah. Marcus Banks, Jane Arma Davis, uh, Josh Job, Jordan Battle, all them boys. So, um, you know, you, you, should be looking forward to interviewing them soon too. So, <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, I know I, you know, obviously I'm not doing my evaluation on Malachi Moore yet, but I, I cannot lie and said that number 13 didn't flash in the film a bunch as a true freshman. So I'm definitely... Yeah. Excited about that one. And now kind of looking past, you know, just kind of taking a step back for a second. I don't know if you've even had time to do this with just how quickly you transition from national championship into uh, what is the draft process. Kind of looking back at what you were able to accomplish over three years. We're talking freshman All-American. We're talking two other All-Americans. Like the the amount of Uh, I don't want to say prestige, but the accomplishments that you were able to accomplish in such a short time in Alabama, is it ever surreal for you to just take a step back and just really appreciate what you were able to accomplish?
3: Yeah, it's very surreal, you know, especially like all the hard work you put in to get to those moments, you know, to get all those accolades. Um, I would just say it's a blessing, you know, to get on the biggest stage and to shine in the brightest stages of the light. So, um, you know, I'm just very grateful and I'll never take those, you know, things for granted because you know whatever I did to get here you know I would always look back on it and just remember like Dane I really did it so um Mm -hmm. you know at the same time you got to keep on working harder but you know you could also show a little little self-appreciation for yourself all the hard work you've accomplished.
2: Mm -hmm. And I know of course it's it's you know very repetitive how successful coach Saban is how many national championships he's won but ending your career the way you did this year in a COVID season where a lot of people had uncertainty and there were a lot of easy excuses that people could have made of why maybe their season didn't go well. The season that you guys had in dominant fashion, all the offensive players, Devonta Smith and Najee Harris, and defensively all the stars that you guys have, what was it like just ending your career on that type of note?
3: Um, It was a special moment, especially in the season, um, uncertain season, like the COVID season. So um, it was a, season that nobody ever expected but you know for us to grind through it um shine through it and you know perform on the biggest stage it just goes to show how special that team really was you know we was a band for the brothers you know that brotherhood would never go away just because of the camaraderie we had in the locker room the relationships we built you know it was a special team all around.
2: And I don't think this is going to take you by surprise, Pat, but I got a couple very early round grades on uh, two wide receivers that are coming out that, from Alabama this year, Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddell. Talk to me briefly just about how special those two guys are, you being a cornerback that I'm sure has gone against them quite a bit in practice. Just how special is that duo?
3: Um, they're very special. Um, they're game changers and whoever gets them just know that they will, you know, supply a tremendous amount of talent on the offense but, you know, they also great people. They humble people, humble character. And it, it shows, you know, um, they deserve all the things that they've uh, gotten. And, you know, I just can't wait to see what they do on the next level. Uh, but going against those dudes in practice, you know, it helped me prepare for the game. And, you know, just helped me every day going against them, understand, like, you know, just going against them helped me prepare for all the other games ahead. You know, tougher schedule. You know, we had an all-NCC schedule. Mm-hmm. So, um, You know, it was just like I treat every one of those reps like a game rep, you know, just to get better at something against those guys.
2: Absolutely. And, I mean, you're seeing the best best wide receivers you're going to see all season every day in practice. So, that obviously helps a ton – and yeah. making this decision, I'm sure that it wasn't a difficult one for you. You know, your projected top 10 picks. So I'm sure like that was, you know, a, a kind of a no-brainer to a degree. But just how difficult was this decision to just be made? Because obviously, you know, you're going to have to leave your brothers and all that good stuff. Like I know it was business decision, but still I'm sure it was a little, you know, a little up and down as far as like, you know, not, not, um, not with the ability to come back another year, just the special group that you guys have.
3: Yeah, it was a tough decision because it was like you leaving behind – something special, but
2: mm-hmm. you
3: know, sometimes you got to move on from special things, you know, special things come to an end, but at the same time, you know, I'm going to always be on there cheering them on, cheering Alabama, um, you know, at the and at the same time you got to make your decision what's best for you and what's best for your family. So, um, you know, I'm keep on wishing them guys good luck. I'm gonna cheer them on on game day, repping the Crimson Tide colors. So um, the love never goes away. Mm-hmm.
2: For you now, going into this process, obviously you have your father, who is a great player that I'm sure has been a great guidance for you throughout this process, one that he went through. Obviously a little different with the COVID year than he would have went through, you know, obviously in past years. But for you now, where have you been training? What is the process looking like? How are you enjoying it so far?
3: Um, Right now I'm training in Scottsdale, Arizona at Exos. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we've really been ramping up on speed. I'm um, getting all forties down, getting uh, all the pro day stuff down. Since there's no combine, of course, right. but also, you know, i've I've also gained a lot of muscle up here. You know, been perfecting my craft as well. Mm-hmm. And you know, I feel like the experience up here has been great because I have never been to Arizona before, mm-hmm. and you know, the views here is a little different than uh, from back home. So um, I just want to get the full experience, you know, through this process.
2: And and uh, how how has the training specifically done? I know there is. So for people that don't know too much, right. They think that you're just running four days, you're just broad jumping, you're just vertical yeah. jumping, but there's field work, there's interview prep. Like what is kind of a daily basis look for Pat Sertan right now?
3: So it's like you work out, of course, get treatment, do all that. Then of course you got interviews, meetings and all that with different teams, um, you know, prepping for combine stuff, you know, cause we still going up there for medical things and stuff. But, um, Right, You know, it's just a, like a normal day in the office. You know, you still got to – because, you know, it's still a business. You got to treat your body right, do everything you need to be successful on the next level. So, um, you know, this – I say this preparation has been, honestly, one of the best things I've done in a little minute. Probably so just, you know, preparing your body for the next level and also again the proper nutrition to feed yourself right. And, Pat,
2: there's, there's like this weird thing that goes on around Twitter specifically. I have seen a lot of people – question what type of athlete you're going to test as for me i watch you i didn't have any question marks about athleticism i think you're going to run fast i think you're going to jump high when is the pro day and can you give us a little sneak peek into what type of performance you might be able to put on there
3: on the pro day on march 23rd you know i'm just looking to showcase what people don't think i have you know right. people don't think i'm fast but i know what i got you know i know i'm fast so you know i'm just looking to showcase that of course and, uh, you know, I'm just looking to go out there and compete and do what I've been, you know, blessed to do every every uh, every day.
2: Mm-hmm. And for, you, talk, you talked about, you know, meeting with teams so far. I'm assuming that it was maybe it's just been Zoom calls, phone calls. How has that process been? What type of feedback have you gotten?
3: Uh, it's been mainly phone calls right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I only had one Zoom call. So um, I think more Zoom calls will be starting to ramp up either this next week or the next few weeks ahead, so um, you know I'm looking forward to it, and um, you know, I feel like you know, just have a conversation with them, everything has been put in place, and everything all the conversations had went well as to, as far as going on in the draft and what they see in me, so um, you know, it's been going great, that's
2: awesome, man, that's awesome, and I know. I mentioned your father obviously coached you while you were in high school. Just curious with that transition, because I'm sure he's hard on you. I'm sure he was, you know, very a stickler to the technician side of everything, which you're a great technician. So I'm, he's done obviously an incredible job. Now that he isn't your coach, right, and you're just – he's kind of just being a parent, you guys still have kind of that back and forth of like him maybe giving you some pointers, watching some film with you, or is it kind of just like taking more of an outsider approach to watching you
3: play? Nah, he he always been that factor in my life. He always, before the game, you know, before every college game since I've been at Alabama, he gives me a um, pre-game message talking about, you know, fundamentals, be confident out there, you know, just play the best you can play, you know. Um, and he always called me, check up on me, say, I'm, I'm see how I'm doing of course. But I also, sometimes I'll show him some film, things I can improve on, things he thinks I can improve on. So, um, you know, it's never, since I left, it's never been an outside fact of, you know, he's still a part, he still wants to know how I've been doing and still wants to know my football situation, so. Mm
2: -hmm. And and one thing I love about you and and why I think that people, you know, are just so excited about you, obviously the pedigree you have, the size that you have, but I think that you might be the best corn in this class in terms of coverage versatility. I feel like whether a team is playing press man, off man, cover three heavy, zone heavy, and just in general, that you f- can fit into that system for you? Is there one that you feel most comfortable with or do you feel like you're just kind of a jack of all trades?
3: I feel like I'm a jack of all trades, but I will have to go one to be pressed, of course, because I yeah. feel like that's what I'm best at. But if a team wants me to play cover three, cover two, well, or whatever scheme they in, you know, they could trust me to be able to, you know, fit their scheme perfectly. So, um, like I said, I can play inside, outside, you know, I can do everything. And I know you have a great
2: frame and you mentioned that you're, you know, have been adding body mass a little bit and just keep improving and physically developing. What's the next step now? Because I think that you're technically very solid. Obviously you can always get better technically. Everybody can, but for you to take your game to the next level, what's the next step for Pat Sertan?
3: i will say the next step for me is uh, film study, of course. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a different offensive league nowadays, more RPO, uh, run heavy, pass heavy, all that. So you just got to read tendencies of offenses. Uh, That's why I'm trying to learn, you know, get more familiar with the game and understand, you know, football knowledge. You know, that's why I could take a step ahead in my game.
2: And and talking about film study, obviously you're watching yourself, you're critiquing yourself. Are there also some players that maybe you like to watch a bunch that, that you emulate to a degree?
3: Um. I watch a few players, you know, type of league players, but I also look at cornerbacks my size, you know, so mm-hmm. I could really translate my game into how they play and see sure. how well they do with their size and frame. But, you know, I look at dudes like Jalen Ramsey, uh, Jaya Alexander, Davis White, uh, Marshawn Lattimore, all those dudes, uh, Stephon Gilmore, you know, the dudes that's been doing it for the past few years, few years at a great level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just been critiquing and you know just looking at their film and seeing what they do best and seeing what they do bad so you know I just look at certain things like that.
2: You ever pop on Pops's film? Watch some of him or now?
3: I can't <laughs> watch this film. This film pretty old. <laughs>
2: <You>
0: <laughs> it's a black and
3: white. It's, right. Yeah, it's like on VCR. Yeah. I got to get like probably like exclusive exclusive type of tape to watch him. So,
2: <laughs> gotta get the archives, man. Go to the NFL yeah, films, go back to the archives. archives. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I know, obviously, you being around the football family with your dad and just growing up, I'm sure this has probably been a dream for you for a long time. When was the first time that you remember where you said, I think I could play at the NFL level, I think I can get there, and just how much of a blessing is this moment for you now?
3: I'll say the first time was probably when I got my first offer in high school, which was my sophomore year. Um, That's when I realized, like, I could really take my game to the next level of, you know, other – D one schools notice my caliber of play, and you know from here on out, you know I've been confident in my game. Every now and then, so um, you know I I say just going back through high school, middle school, first time I ever played football. You know I'm just you know blessed to be in the position I'm in. You know I, I, I've always dreamed about being in this position.
2: Absolutely, and last question I have for you, I'm sure it's probably been asked you already, but it's one of the big cliches that's going to be asked a million times in the process. The minute Pat Sertan Jr. comes to our uh, comes to our organization, steps foot in the building, what type of player are they getting? And what type of person are they getting, maybe more importantly?
3: You're getting a competitive player that's technically sound. You know, every snap gonna give it his all. But also he's very smart, understands uh route concepts, understands defenses and all that. Um, you know, and he's been doing it for the last three years at a high level. You know, that's why I say it for myself. But also, you know, as a person, you know, I'm a very um, humble person, but also a person that looks to be the best version of myself each and every day.
2: Absolutely. So, again, we have Mr. Pat Sertan, Jr., University of Alabama, National Champion, All-American, 2021 NFL Draft Prospect. Pat, appreciate you again, man. Taking some time out of your busy schedule. This was fun. Just getting a little glimpse. Wishing you the best luck on the rest of the way, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate you.